perspective, knowledge, and some fun along the way. This is The Truth on WTMJ. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at The Avenue, here's Dr. Ken Harris. There's always trouble in paradise. Truth on TMJ is paradise, believe it or not. Oh, you're just shaking your head because you're just trying to agree. You're off tomorrow, so you don't really care. That's right. That's right. You don't even care. Feel my pillow already. <laughs> you don't even care. Thank you, Patrick Kane. Boy, that that was a brub. He just turn the music off. Hey, no, eh. out here. It's Labor Day Eve. Who cares, right? My favorite two words. Who cares? My favorite three words are I don't care. <laughs> so, because it's going to be a great evening. So, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it, sir. News again at nine o'clock mm-hmm. from ABC News. So. Patrick's going to be working throughout the night to make sure everything is wonderful for tomorrow and everything's great and all sorts of fun things. 855-616-1620 is the number. Bob from Milwaukee, you are on The Truth on TMJ. How are you? Yes, good evening. Uh, After this uh, record-tying hot weather, uh, it's starting to cool off a little bit tonight. Yeah, thank goodness. What's on my mind, rather than talk about Mark Twain and the past and that, I would like to know what we can do. And I, when I say we, I happen to be a white gentleman living on in Milwaukee, but I lived through the ghetto in uh, Chicago on the south side, so I know what's, and I'm 80 years old. What can we do as a people to stop the black-on-black crime where it seemed like this year, every weekend, some black person was shooting another black person. I I would like to see every gun have a serial number, and every gun that's used in a murder, we trace it back to who sold it and close the gun dealer down. Okay, so a couple things. How is it a gun dealer's fault that somebody bought a gun and either it got stolen. Hang on. Let, let me finish. It's not illegal to sell a gun. And it's not illegal to sell something to someone who subsequently uses it in the wrong way. So that would mean every time you're driving your car and you have a car accident, we should go after the dealer who sold it to you. Or if you kill somebody with your car, we should go after the dealer who sold it to you. So I don't think that would work. Well, with the guns, though... Uh, a person is making a decision I'm ex- to use it, I'm, I'm, right? I'm, 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 I'm ex-military. When you go on a military base, unless it's issued to you, you are not allowed to have a gun. Yeah, but we don't live in a military base. We live in America. Well, I wish we wouldn't live in a military base. And, and I wish, and a lot of these judges, they're giving these guys a slap on the wrist, and then when they finally commit a big crime, the news says, Oh yeah, he's he's out on a warrant, or he never came back to court, or they're giving these people a slap on the wrist. 
Well, you have to understand something, Bob. There are there are multiple reasons why, and 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 we can't just apply one solution to to a group of people because it has to be fair to everybody: black, white, Hispanic, Asian. White people are killing white people, and no, nobody's no, talking oh, yes, about it. Yes. No, all, no, no, all no. over the country. White. Oh, I'm, that's one of the problems that blacks have learned to kill from whites. And they, they okay, need Bob, to realize... Bob, not everything black need, people learned came from white people. Like, that was part no, of my I'm issue talking, with Mark Twain and trying to help well, bridge one of, that. One of, yeah, but a neg- one, of the, one of the negatives is all the guns and people think you need a gun, and it's just it's just horrific out here on the street. Sure. And I, I hate to see anybody get shot at any time, and, it, and I... I think one of the differences, as a white person, if I see something going down, I will call the police. Well, well what makes you think black seems, people don't? Why, why, why is it the assumption because, is made that... Because a lot of times they turn, they turn the other way and they, how do they you act know? like they didn't see anything. How do you know? I lived, I lived in a neighborhood with the police. And, and why do you think that is? And I... I I think it's because they're afraid of uh, going against one of their own nope. when actually one of their nope. own is going against them. But you got to understand something. That's something white people do every day, too. When white people do, it's looked oh. at as being okay. When black people do it, it's turning against one of your own. As if the only thing no. we ever think about is we use race as our crutch for everything. The difference is, like most people, we have to live in a community where somebody committed a crime, and if we turn them in, do we have enough help? Do we have enough safety? Do we have enough support from our neighbors and from the police to actually follow up and make sure that person gets arrested, goes to jail, and gets convicted? And many times, it's no, because the people that are running the system that are the predominantly white prosecutors keep letting the people out and having them come back to the neighborhood. So how do we fix that? Well, I think I think as a neighborhood, the people the people have to get up in arms and insist that change be made. Okay. And, and and one of the one of the ways change can be made is if the radio station would say we're having too much crime, people, and let's turn this around. Nobody needs to be shooting anybody and. I'm always amazed that sometimes they'll rob a place and what they're getting in the robbery is so minute that it, it's it's ridiculous to even think about it. But why do some people want to take the easy way out? I don't I do. I cannot understand that. I, I came up from a time when nine years old i had my first job and i've been working i worked ever since until i hit retirement but uh, but it sounds like you're saying that the entire black community is lazy and that they don't work and they didn't grow up with a work ethic no 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 no, not no not at all i've i've that's what it sounds like i know but i've been in the service and i've been so worked in a steel mill i work i worked right alongside some of the best black people and i feel so bad for them when they go home that they have to keep an eye out that they're not going to get shot. You think that's and, all black people, Bob? 
No, not all. But it's it's not even the majority. It's not even the majority of black people. When when a black person wants to be in a safe neighborhood, he's going to work. He's going to move next door to me. That's where he's going to move. No, he's not. Well, it happens a lot of times. Okay. If if that's what you think, what what I'm trying to say, Bob, is that there's a significant amount of information that we get from TV and social media and all those places that's inaccurate based on the person that's presenting it. And so what you have is that a lot of black people, the majority of black people are living staunchly in the middle class. But when the news only shows the negative of us and when the news only shows the lowest of us and every time we want to talk to somebody black, we act as if a person with an education is an anomaly or a strange thing when in fact Every single person I know, including my own family, every single person graduated from college. And so my well, we question, need, we need what? Go ahead. Well, how, how do we we need to emphasize that much more so that that is thought of as the norm? It is thought of as the norm. But there's a group of people call who, who have their own human behavior that do what they want to do. That's that regardless of race. Just do bad stuff. Well, then we we need to do something to make sure these people are put away. And I'm not talking about the third or fourth time they become an offender. Well, you got to go about the first. Well, you got to go talk to the Milwaukee County District Attorney, Paul Chisholm, and 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 have him have his prosecutors do their job. Otherwise, see here's 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 the issue. When a black person commits a crime, many times they keep sending that black person back to their neighborhood without holding them on bail. You know, we always have a reason why something's bad. Oh, bail is a bad thing. Bail is too high. People are going to jail, but they committed a crime. And so if you commit a crime and you're found guilty, you should go to jail. Those main murders we've had over the last few years, including the Waukesha uh, Christmas parade, were done because the district attorney let someone out when they should not have been out. And because the yeah, district attorney I, has, has immunity, you really can't do anything except vote them out of office. Well, that's, that's apparently that's what's going to have to happen because right now we just, it, it's just, uh, it's just, it's terrible. I think, I don't know. I don't, I don't have the statistics, but this seems, this year seems to me to be, above average as far as the amount of shootings that have happened. Yeah. I don't have, my answer is I don't own a gun and I wish nobody else did, but the stupid constitution of ours says you have a right to own a gun. But what do you mean stupid constitution? I don't, I don't understand that. You live in America. Constitution's for everybody. There may be parts yeah. of it you don't and like, but I don't know if I would call it. Well, you can call it whatever you want, Bob. Owning a gun is stupid, and there's no follow. There's no clause that says, "But if you use that gun in a crime, uh, you lose all your rights, including your freedom." Well, I think the state statutes do that for us. You know, I I just don't see. I see. I don't see law enforcement like I've seen, let's say, twenty to thirty years ago, mm-hmm. where it seemed like the law came down harder on people. All right. Well, thank you, Bob. I appreciate your call, and thank you for the conversation. Keep listening. Anyway, uh, I appreciate your radio show, and uh, keep up the good work. 
and uh, congratulations to everybody you mentioned in your family that took the time and the effort to get their college degree. I, I appreciate that very much. Thank you, sir. Have a great Labor Day. I will. Thank you. Bye right. now. Bye-bye. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. That was good, talking to Bob. I I, I enjoyed talking to, um, I would assume his name is Robert. So it's good talking to him. 80-year-old white male from Milwaukee. Um, And so some some people, when you're you're older and you have comments and statements and, and you say it in the in the way and vernacular of your generation, people get upset. They, they, they get upset. They get offended. They, oh, I'm mad. I can't believe her. So I thought, oh, man. When in, when in fact, you know, he's speaking his truth. We, we don't respect people anymore. Even when they say the wrong thing, you know, it's, it's fearful to talk to people nowadays because we, we, get, we get beside ourselves. We get upset, mad, about things that that are a simple conversation can help you better understand but yet we decide that we don't we don't want to understand we don't want to listen to people and hear what they're saying we go to the past so we can recognize where we are in the present everything you do today is in the past tomorrow You're creating your future today. And so you have to be clear about what happened to make today, today. And until we do, we're going to keep repeating the same things. We've come up with excuses as to why things happen in certain communities to the point where we don't, we won't, put our foot down and stop it. It's the same as when, when in the white community, we talk about there's a problem with fentanyl. There's no problem with fentanyl. Oh my God. Yes, there is. People are dying from fentanyl. Um, Florida governor gave an example during the RNC debate here in Milwaukee about a young man who died from taking one, what was it, a Percocet that was dosed with fentanyl. That was his excuse, his reason for fighting the fentanyl problem. When in fact, the fentanyl problem has absolutely nothing with it being in a Percocet. The fact that he bought the pill illegally is a crime. The fact that he used the pill that was a legal drug is a crime. And the fact that it was laced with fentanyl and killed him, unfortunately, was on him. 
So when are we going to call out the person with illegal drugs and stop blaming the fentanyl that's coming into the country and actually blame the people buying the illegal drugs? Because the majority of them are white suburbanites who unfortunately did things like worked, played football, went to a doctor, got a painkiller, got addicted, couldn't get more, ended up buying heroin. Heroin wasn't stronger, moved on to illegal pills and took something with fentanyl. And now we have deaths all over the country. When people were doing it with crack, we passed a crime bill and put them all in jail. Let's do the same thing with illegal drug use and fentanyl. Lock all those people up. If they get revived, but but watch this. Scott Walker passed a law signed a bill in Wisconsin along with the state legislature that basically said that if you overdose and you call, then you can't get arrested for causing this person to over- like who does that? Now we're not holding people accountable. But I guess when they look like you, it's okay. We keep talking about fairness and we keep talking about, oh, that's not fair. You got to follow the rule of law. Well, then let's follow the rule of law. All those people in suburbs who take illegal drugs, and I don't care why, and I don't care how you got addicted, the fact that you're addicted, you need to pay your penance. You need to go to jail or prison, and then when you get out or while you're in there, put them in, a, put them in, in treatment and get them off their addiction. But they need to go to jail for the crime they committed. Just like you broke up all those black families for crack cocaine, for a $5 rock that was mostly baking soda because somebody told you, oh, my God, if you think it, it'll get addicted and it'll destroy him. And black people are the ones, the churches and the nonprofits, pushed Clinton to sign that bill. And it decimated the black community. So when we talk about why are the shootings happening, why aren't fathers in their communities, because a bill was passed that sent them to jail. And the remnants of that is this. Go back to West Virginia. Go back to parts of rural Kentucky and rural Virginia and see how drugs have decimated those white poor communities. That's where all this stuff started. That's where the family that ran the company that they made the Netflix documentary about and still helped them so that the family wouldn't lose all the money they made. They should lose every dime. Let's talk about that. And then we can connect the dots as to how it affects. And and I forget his name who called in earlier to talk about Rosewood and Tulsa and and the Freedman's Bank and how things have been purposefully set up so that certain communities would not expand. We're teaching financial literacy and all sorts of things in, in suburban schools, but not in the city. Teachers who work, who send their kids to suburban public schools for free, but won't send their kids to schools where they actually work, where we won't teach reading past third grade 
where we won't teach financial literacy as part of a curriculum. Home economics, writing checks. Because we have a school board that has a subtle bigotry of low expectation, only it's an overt bigotry. And now we have what we have. But you know when it's going to change before we take a break? You know, you know when it's going to change? You really want to know when? It's going to change when it starts to hit white America. When, when, when white kids start scoring poorly on tests, when white kids can't pass can't can't pass the fourth grade and the what is the eighth grade test all that when they can't pass civics tests that people that are immigrants trying to become citizens can't pass that's when education will change till then we're going to keep getting the same thing we're going to take breaks for labor day and school's going to start and nobody will notice you're listening to the truth on tmj You heard it right. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620. So, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I was kicking some stuff around. Why do people have trouble with people being authentic? Like being straightforward and just saying how they feel. Why is everything so offensive? Everything. Oh my God, I'm so offended. You said that. Oh well, I, I just, I just had a thought off the top of my head. So, what's the most over this Labor Day weekend? It's coming up, and take a day off, relax. And by the way, I'm having a bonfire in my backyard. I'm just saying. I know the DNR said, don't do it, but I'm doing it. Matter of fact, when I go home tonight, I'm having a bonfire in the backyard. <laughs> in the backyard. And so I think about what is the most important thing people in the world need to learn? I'm not talking about the black community, the white community, Hispanic, Asian, Pacific Islander, Native American, on and on and on and on in different countries. I mean, everybody all over the world. What is the most important thing people in the world need to know? Eight five five six one six one six twenty is the number. I've always wondered if if. If you needed to know just one thing, what would that be? If you could suggest that, you can call or hit me on the talking text line, 855-616-1620. What, what would be the thing that you would say, hey, this is what people need to know. This is what people need to talk about. 
Let me hit the talk and text line. 414-587 said, thank you for doing what you do. As a white male, I am frustrated that we have to continue to talk about race, but we do. And they put it in capital letters. Thank you. Giving a helping hand to everyone is important. God didn't come to a specific race. He came for all of us. Um, whether you lean conservative or liberal, we are in this together. Let's stop being divisive and come together. I wish it wasn't that hard, but I guess it is. I, I think it's that hard because we want everybody to be what we think they are. You know what I mean? So if the world is predominantly white, no, let me let me rephrase that. If if the country is predominantly white and all the people who are in the um uh, legislature are predominantly white, then those are the values and the ethics and the morals and all the things that drive the laws we have until you come from a different ethnicity. And so instead of being different, we kind of treat people as being wrong. John from Waukesha said, Doc, thanks. Unfortunately, you know the truth. And 262399 said... I have an idea to inner city gun control. Okay, inner city gun control? No, drop it right now. See, stuff like inner city and ghetto and all that, stop that. Those are buzzwords and code words for for black people. But anyway, said I have an idea for inner city gun control. Run a super magnet off a helicopter and run down the thing, 27th to Cherry to Burn. Well, you know, that's cute. And it's funny, (laughs) but not everybody in the black community owns a gun. There are some good people who own them, and there are some bad people who own them. But I guarantee you, when I worked on the south side of Milwaukee, there were significantly more guns on the south side. They just weren't using them. But I think every other household on the south side had a gun. I can't necessarily say that for the North side. And I've worked in district three and I've worked in district seven and I've worked in district one, but I spent a good portion of my time in district six. And I'm going to tell you South of Oklahoma, I was hard pressed to find a family who didn't own a gun if they owned a house. So this whole gun thing I think it, it. I think it's more than that. Guns are a problem, but I think it's more than that. It's the person with it. Nine two zero seven four zero. So I raised my kids with two rules: listen, be kind. That's it. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Eight five five six one six one. 620. When we come back, I'm going to tell you what I believe is the most important thing in the world for people to learn. If you want to tell me yours, 855-616-1620. Hit us on the Old National Bank talking text line. Old National Bank, get old. This is The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620. before we get to the call. People need to respect one another. If I respect you, you need to respect me. Um, Not true, though. Because now you're only, it's quid pro quo, right? 
if you don't respect me, that doesn't give me the need to disrespect you because I don't care whether or not you respect me. I'm going to do the right thing. And if you choose not to, that's on you. The problem is for me, there's no repercussions if you don't. But I'm not going to jump in and start acting foolish because you decide you don't want to do something or disrespect me. I just walk away. I don't know. I just leave. Kathy from Waukesha, you are on The Truth on TMJ. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing good tonight. Looking forward to being off tomorrow. Yeah. See, on that uh, res- uh, respect thing, I just have one comment. You have to earn respect. Anyway, do you? Do my you? one thing. Hang on. Do, do you really need to earn respect, or do you just... You're just respectful to people no matter what they do, and then you don't have to bother with trying to go back and forth and keeping up with who respected you and who didn't. Well, there is a general respect, and then there is a a respect you earn. Like, you respect your parents no matter what, but deep down in your heart, they have to earn that respect. Do they have to earn it? Really? It's like, I can... Hmm. Well... It's the overall, well, it's like, okay, I have to love you because you're my father. However, I don't like you. Now, look at that. But that doesn't mean you disrespect him because you don't like him. No, but there is a respect you earn and then a respect, like, I have a respect for a police officer. Hands down, I I do. I totally disagree. Well... I have to. When he's pulled me over, I have to respect the crap out of him because I'm shaking so hard, I can't hardly even talk to him. So I have to look like and show respect. But you still have to always do the right thing. Oh, yeah, right. And showing somebody disrespect, from what I'm hearing, is not the right thing in any situation, whether they respect you or not. Well, I'm not going to show disrespect in in any form ever, but that doesn't mean you earned it and that it's coming from my heart. Well, I don't really, but I don't really care. Like, I don't care if people respect me or not. That's on you. You carry the baggage. You go overboard and try to treat me a certain way. I'm leaving. it's, It's not that important. Oh. Because then our ego gets tied up in it. But anyway, that's not why you called. What's the most no, important? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go down the rabbit hole. What's the most important thing in the world people need to learn? Do the right thing even when nobody's watching. Okay. That's one thing. And the other one is be ready to meet your maker every minute of your life. Okay. Now, very important. But My, I like the one about do the right thing when nobody's watching, even when nobody's watching, because that's something to think about. That's okay. really um, accountability to yourself. Okay. So I can appreciate that. Well, thank you. Yep, I've never listened to you on the radio before. I'm just little clips when you're on somebody else's show, but I, I'm enjoying kind of a, a just a fresh view on things. You know, I'm enjoying your show. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Please, please keep listening. Yeah, I will, because I, I, I like your voice. You have a nice radio voice. I like hearing your background experience because um, it's different than anybody I know. And I, I like your, um, your 
your uh, thoughts on different things. It, it's just different than other people's shows, and I'm just enjoying hearing your point of view. So keep on, keep on, keep on. on. <laughs> All right, I will do that, Kathy. Thank you much. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. And Bye. have a good holiday. Bye-bye. You too. 855-616-1620 is the number. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text line. Old National Bank, get old Dave from central Wisconsin. You're on The Truth on TMJ. How are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I'm just calling about, you had a caller earlier in the show that said that I didn't have the right to own my guns, I have hunting guns, I have one personal handgun. I am a veteran. I served my country. Mm-hmm. And who is this guy to tell me I don't have the right to have my guns? Well, he kind of said well, that the Constitution Demo- was stupid. You have Democrats want to take my guns away from me. Okay. I have the right to own these guns. Sure. I hunt. I hunt. Sure. And so why can't but 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 Dave? I don't have the right to own my gun. But Dave, why can't people disagree with you? Is is, is it okay? Why? Because you got Democrats out there trying to tell. Well, we're not trying to make it political. We're not trying to make it political. I'm just uh, okay, asking I'm the question. But yeah, but you mentioned Democrats. Telling me I don't have the right to have my gun. Yeah, because that's what they believe. I have the right to. Sure. It's in the Constitution. I serve my country. Well, I don't think that has a bearing. I don't think you serving your country has a bearing on whether or not people have a right to keep and bear arms. Those are two separate things. While we appreciate... The guns I own are hunting guns. Okay. I have one personal gun in my household, Mm -hmm. a handgun. That's there for a reason. Okay. But and why that, do but but why do people get so upset? I don't have the right to bear arms. But but they have a right to say it, just like you have a right to say that you want to bear it. So why does that upset you so much? I have the right to bear arms, ma'am. Correct. Are you going to answer my question as to why it upsets you so much? It I agree with you. It, it, it does. Why? Why is it offensive that somebody has a difference a of opinion? What does that have to do with anything? What the, What does? I, I fought for my country, man. Okay. I fought for the Constitution, to, to what I want, I should uh, be able to have. I don't. I don't think you should have any and special if, rights because you fought as a veteran. Right what, let, 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 let me let me finish. I don't know if you have any additional rights because you were a veteran that you get to do that. Okay, While we planet, let planet. me finish. Let me finish. I'm let me finish, Dave. Dave. So am I. I, I appreciate and I thank you for serving your country and keeping us safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. Appreciate that. But if I have hunting guns? Nobody cares. He just has a right. difference of opinion. My question is, why is well, it people get so upset at people who have a difference of opinion as it relates I to firearms? I'm sorry. Well, it doesn't, my, I, but I'm trying opinion. to find out why. That's my opinion. And then I, you got... Uh, Politicians, I'm not saying who, politicians telling me I don't, they're going to take away my guns. But they didn't. And the Constitution hasn't changed. 
So why are people so upset? Why are you so upset about that? Because you got people like Pelosi and um, other politicians telling me I don't have the right. But so what? Yes, you I still have, have the, the right. but you, Okay, then. So why would you get upset when you clearly, the court, the law, everything is on your side? Because whether you're guy, a, whether you're a earlier, but who cares? Telling me I, I shouldn't have guns. Well, that's his opinion, just like you have an opinion that you should. Why is it that we can't no, I get don't along? Have an opinion. It's a constitutional right to, to bear arms. And he has a constitutional right in the, in the First Amendment to speak his mind. So now what? Okay, exactly. I just had to call. I just had to call up and uh, give him my beef. How's that sound? I appreciate that. Have a good Labor Day. <laughs> All okay, right. Thank you very much. Take care, Dave. Have a good night. Bye. Good night. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. What I, I was trying to get Dave to see that the same rights that you fought for. That guy is using a different amendment to discuss the same thing. And so he has an equal right. Your right to bear arms does not supersede freedom of speech. As a matter of fact, it was second, not first, if you want to give it a hierarchical, right? It probably just came up with it anyway. But, but the order doesn't matter when you have access to all those rights. And I think we forget that. And that's what keeps separating us in America by race, by political party, by everything. And it's just unfortunate. It's just unfortunate that that we have to keep going back and forth on something. Watch this. You ready? That's settled. Sound familiar? <laughs> It's already settled, right? Everybody has a constitutional right. That's why we got something as simple as Labor Day to just enjoy it. Take time, breathe, relax, have a great day, have a great weekend. No fires tomorrow, okay? Just <laughs> take it easy. No fighting, no arguing. Take a day off. Peace. Do some praying. I got my but didn't and let's all get together. God bless. Take care. I'll see you in a couple weeks. Truth on TMJ. Thank you, Evan. Appreciate you. Appreciate Patrick Kane doing the news. God bless. Take care. Had to stop at a red light. Looking in my mirror, not a jacker in sight. And everything is alright. I got a beat from Kim, and she could do it all night. Called up the homies and I'm